get the explanation. So a couple of, couple of, of uh, pr uh, fundamental ideas to go over. He explained in the beginning of this Hasidic discourse that there are levels that have, that so to speak, have it easier. That's from our perception. I'm talking we being people who more struggle with Avodat Hashem, more struggle with uh, observing Torah uh, in, in a regular manner. There are people who don't have those struggles. Um, for example, a neshama that comes from Atsilus, a neshama that comes right from the highest of the spiritual world, has such an acute awareness of the divine, a perception of holiness, that it automatically sees everything, everything as an extension of God. So nothing is a problem. Because nothing can be against God, because everything is godliness. And that's how it lives. It's not something that that person has to tell itself, the kind of a coaching, training program, like, like putting, a, putting it in your earplugs and repeating yourself all day, everything is God. No, no, that's the way the person is. That's the way the person sees the world. Um, so, and there are actually, even those who are a little bit less than that, are, are, can be, in a way, also can be God's servants, maybe not like, the, the first type is the sons. The second type can be servants, but they can be joyful servants, meaning they completely understand God's objectives, although it's not as innate as the first one of the son, but they still completely understand God's purpose, God's vision. They don't, have it, not, I can't take questions this time, really sorry, just, uh, um, they can't, they don't have it as naturally as the son, who like feels a complete symbiosis with God. The second type, they don't have this complete symbiosis, but they, they are, if you want, they are, uh, uh, no, I was going to say, you know, like, Fans of stars, but it's not a good thing. Like, like people who are like devoted to, let's say, a party, that they they become like the the volunteers. They work for it, and like, like they're never going to be on any ticket or on any list, and they don't they don't even aspire to be because they know that they don't have it in them to actually be a political figure. But they are one hundred percent invested in the movement. They give themselves over to the movement to one hundred percent. And they do it joyfully. That is the joyful servant, also called the faithful servants, one and the same. Uh, so, so those people have, can develop in them a very, very strong yearning. Those kind of neshamas, those kind of people who have those kind of divine worship, can develop a, or have developed or have a very strong yearning for Hashem, where they nothing can sidetrack them. They are like if you want passionately in love, where like nothing can interest them if it's, if it's not the object of their love, which is Hashem. And they are like, whoa, 100% in it. All the way. And even within divine revelations, they will still seek out the most intense level, which is the essence of God. They want God himself. They, want, they don't want the, the side things. They, just want, they want the real thing. Be completely in it. 
That level of yearning, of godliness, is called, in Hasidic terminology, Rotsoy. Rotsoy means you have a, in French, you say an élan. I don't know how you say that in English. You like being projected. No, like, no, it's not drawn. Drawn is, it means that it would come milamalo. Huh? Yeah, a momentum that comes from inside. You like being projected from inside towards something. Huh? Internal drive that's very intense. Upwards, like a rocket. Flaring up. Okay? So that's Ratzai. Ratzai is the level that is represented. That is the, dy- that is the spiritual correspondence. That level of Ratzai of yearning and propulsion towards the divine is what Eretz Yisrael stands for. Eretz Yisrael stands for, corresponds to that kind of level. Spiritually speaking, the level of losing oneself in the divine. A divine worship that is completely dictated by one's soul. And what's about one's animal soul? Who cares? You understand? Like, who cares? But you're not Shalomis. Since when does he have the mic? <laughs> As if he has anything to say. We are listening to, to this guy. We are listening to that person speaking. And we want to interject and say, well, <clears throat> by me, he has the mic a lot. Like, I like, have to beg, can you, can, can, I, can I have the mic? Because uh, by me, he's like the one that is basically holding the mic. Oh. And here, I have a ban, Oivet Hashem, or an Evet Nema, who is, is about Hashem, he's like, he's living in, in La La Land of godliness. Okay, like, everything is magical, everything is godly. It's so beautiful that it's annoying for us to think that some people can be there, because that's so not fair. But we spoke that, about that at length, when we spoke about Ben, and we spoke about Evet Nehman, because we don't have that. So, so uh, both, both. For the moment, we, 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 we spent a tremendous amount of time in previous classes going into the details of all those levels. Today, we're going to sum them up. They, they are similar in the fact that they both have this Ratzai. But then there's another level <laughs> that we relate to big time, which is people who don't have that. Their Vodat Hashem, their divine worship is very much in struggle with their animal soul. Actually, it's only about that. And sometimes, and here comes the part that can be even more hurtful. Not only is their destiny to have a more confrontational, conflictual life between their divine soul and animal soul, destiny and reality, so destiny, even their soul, divine soul, is of a level that is called an animal divine soul. 
Because everything is snowflakes. Why snowflakes? Because a snowflake, when you observe it, every branch of the snowflake is a... You don't know that? Different. If you take a snowflake, you put it under a microscope, every branch of the snowflake is a snowflake. It has a geometrical form okay, with branches, and when you put it under a microscope, you look at one branch, you have one branch in itself is a form of a snowflake. So meaning, you have what is called bichlalus ubeprotus, meaning you have things as they are in general, and then you have things as they are when you go into the more minute details. Meaning, in general, a person has a holy soul, which is a divine soul, and an animal soul, which comes from klipot, which comes more of self-awareness, self-sufficiency klipot, but then, within the divine soul itself, snowflake branch, you observe it, you see, huh, within neshamot themselves, you have Adam, neshama, neshama is the Adam, and neshama is the Zerah Behema. You have neshamas, we're talking about neshamas, we're talking about divine souls. But you have divine souls whose level is Zerah Behema, seed of animal. This is the well, actually, all the neshamas, because like it's like absolute is this very big electricity transponder in the street. You know, everything eventually comes from there, but we are not plugged in there. Meaning, the energy goes through there. Our neshama went through absolute, but it wasn't born in absolute. All the neshamas come from absolute, but the question is, where were they born? Like what? What citizenship do they have? Amish, literally. That's how citizens are like. Where, where were they born? Did they give you? Okay. So all the neshamas come from Malchus, they are but they weren't born there. Um, so, so now here we go. Generally speaking, all the tribes come from the lower levels of Bria, Yetzira, Asiya. The three lower worlds. Now, true, you can come from those levels and turn out to be a joyful servant. Okay, but maybe I, maybe you, you missed the part. If I am a son, meaning if my neshama is from Atzilut, then do I belong to the level of Eretz Yisrael, of this intense yearning that? Gives me this propulsion towards God? Yeah, 100%. One second. If, if my manishama is from Bria Yetzirah Siyah, well, it depends. If you're an, of Evet Neman, if you're a joyful servant, faithful servant, so too. Oh, so one thing. So Shvatim, the tribes, were all from Bria Yetzirah Siyah. Except for Yosef. So, hence the question. Why should they go to Eretz Yisrael? What do they have to look for there? So the answer is twofold. A, they can be joyful servants, and then they can still go to Israel. Or B, they can be simple servants, but they still have a strong neshama that eventually, I remember all the classes where we had, 
where I was asked again and again, are, is a person destined to stay a simple servant his whole life? And I answered you again and again, no, not per se. It could be that this will be the beginning of his avoda, and he will move on from Evet Pashut, from simple servant who does everything out of a yoke, to Evet Neman, to joyful servant. Because I remember the classes we had, that we discussed the simple servant. I remember a girl saying, well, that's not very Hasidic lifestyle. Like, everything is a yoke, and everything is hard, and like, etc., 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 and going against your will all the time. Like, where is Simcha? Where is Avas Hashem? Where is Tanya in this? Right? And so we discussed that, sure, but sometimes it's the beginning of your Avodah, but sure, you'll move on, you'll go towards being a joyful servant. Unless someone knows for a fact that his soul is extremely weak. And the odds of him overcoming like in a, in a kind of a strong way, his animal soul are not very big. It looks like this is going to be a constant battle. Then he knows that he is going to be an Oved Elohim. He is going to be someone who is going to be constantly like having to go the extra mile to do his Avodat Hashem. Because he will constantly have to work his nature. And those were Oved and God. Because not only did they have cattle, which means they have an Efshabahamis, which they struggle with, but they had Mikne Rav. Even the Rav... Okay, I'm going to make this a very, very punt intended. Even the Rabbi was a behemoth. It says, Mikne Rav, that even the Neshama was a behemoth. The old Shvatim were at Tzom. So what did be Mikne Rav. Not only did they have Mikne, which means I have an Efshabahamid that I struggle with, Rav, the big one. No, the big one doesn't refer to my Nefshabahamid, it refers to my Nefeshalokit. My divine soul is cattle. Cattle. Meaning, my divine soul also comes from a low level. So if I struggle with my animal soul, and my neshama is from a lower level, then why am I going to Eretz Yisrael? Eretz Yisrael is such this lofty level of yearning. I'm never going to be there. I don't belong there. That was their point. Their point was to say, Eretz Israel is an Avodat Hashem that refers to people who are or who can get to the level of Ratzai, of having this intense, passionate yearning, which is a ban or an Evet Neman. And again, Evet Neman, a faithful servant, eventually you can become one if you're, although you started off as an Evet Pashan, unless you have a very big Nefesh Abahame and a very, very, very faint and, and Weak nefesh ha'elokit. And then, well then your shlichas will be to be be'ever ha'yaden. That's what they're saying, to Moshe. Now Moshe's answer is I have 10 minutes, 11, to deliver you Moshe's answer. That is going to be like a boom of the mind. Like, uh, 
Evayariyat means the level that is before it. What is the level before being an Eved Hashem? Well, the level before is Oved Elohim. It's still in holiness. That is why he says in the Mimer, it does belong to the ten levels of holiness of Eretz Yisrael. But it's not the top level. I, I, I don't belong to the top level. Just question, even if you don't belong, go along for the ride. No. Because then you're not doing your shlichos. Plus, when you're being exposed to, sometimes you can be exposed to too much, or when you're doing something which is not what you're supposed to do, it can actually cause a downfall. This is not, was not your avoider to begin with. You didn't belong there. So, Here it comes. Moshe Rabbeinu says that's all and not all. Very nice. But you guys, Ruven and God, have a power that you don't even know. And that power is the power of Mesirut Nefesh. The power of breaking all the barriers. And he tells them, don't belittle yourselves. Don't think that you don't belong in Eretz Yisrael because you are before Eretz Yisrael. No, you are after Eretz Yisrael. Listen to the reasoning. You guys fighting your Nefesh Bahamas and fighting your nature like breaks the, the, the sound barrier and pushes through Lifne Havaya. Your thing, Eretz Israel, is for Evet Havaya, for those who are servants of Havaya. And you are only of the Elohim. Know that by being an Oved Elohim, you can go Lifne Havaya. It can give you a power that is even beyond Eretz Israel. That is why, says Moshe, you will come with us. And you will make the war and you know how to make war because that is in your nature. And that is why you will march in front of all of Am Yisrael. And you will conquer Eretz Yisrael. But then you will go back to Ever Yardin. Listen carefully to the reasoning. Your shlichut is indeed in Ever Yardin, meaning in the level of fighting your Nefesh Abames and fighting your nature. But that don't, don't make the mistake of thinking that your shlichut is of a lower level. Your shlichut is of a higher level. Because you're the one that is bringing down, that is not only conquering Eretz Yisrael, you are the ones that are conquering even Chutzlaret. Gam. There's one word in the Mimer on which the whole Mimer, depend, the whole answer depends on. Gam. Even Eber Hayarde. You come with us and you will taste the taste of Ratzai. Now you can say, how can a person who is an Evet Pashat, who is a simple servant, who doesn't understand God and he doesn't taste the lineage, how does he have this yearning for the divine? Says the Mimer, through Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu, the leader of the generation, gives them innate 
knowledge, da'at, connects them with this determination that gives them the power to fight through all the opponents, thus, in a way, sharing this level of yearning with God without having the same appreciation of the divine. You follow this reading? It's like, I can sing in tune also, although I don't understand music. I'm just carried. There are those who are like passionate in music and they know music and they know the rhythm and they like flow with the song and I am singing along but I'm being pushed by something else. I have this app. That helps me. It's not me singing, but I'm still singing along in tune. Not because I understand music. Actually, don't even understand the words of the song. In a way, you can say that. Meaning, he says you can have Ratsai, although, meaning that you're on the wave of Ratsai, although it's not provided from the same, it doesn't come from the same way. Yes, because E equals MC squared. Mm-hmm. Why? I'm going to tell you why. Huh? why. Because how do regular tzaddikim or bonim or ovidneman get the Ratzai? By appreciation and understanding the level of the divine, and by tasting and relating and identifying, right, all those words, with the divine and holiness. And symbiosis or, or you name it. They don't have that part. So what do they have? Fighting themselves. Well, you know what tells them, Masharina? When you fight yourself with, with strength, with mysterious nefesh, you crack the atom open of the nefesh abahamis. And you know what happens when you crack the nefesh abahamis open? The most intense energy will carry you. And that energy actually goes further than a regular rotsay. A regular rotsay is a urine and propulsion of a regular fuel rocket. It comes from appreciation of the divine. You have zero appreciation of the divine, but you have determination of fighting your nefshabamis. Well, when you do that with absolute abnegation and devotion, you crack yourself open to the point that it reveals something similar to a rotsite, although it's not rooted in the same dynamics. It also gives you a kind of a rotsite. So yes, Eretz Yisrael belongs to you. Sure, you don't have the regular type of Ratzai, but you still have Ratzai. And truth be told, you have a more intense Ratzai than the regular Ratzai. Like kind of the Balchuva higher than the Tzadik Ratzai. It's much, much higher Ratzai. And that is why you return to Chutz La'aretz. They can't go to Chutz La'aretz. They wouldn't know what to do with Chutz La'aretz. They belong to Eretz Yisrael, all such holy tzaddikim. Good for them, good for them. You not only belong to Eretz Yisrael, you go through Eretz Yisrael and back to Chotzlar. You see? Great connection. You're not less than Eretz Yisrael. You're more than Eretz Yisrael. You are Eretz Yisrael and more. You can get to that Rotzen without appreciation of God's greatness by the thrust that breaking your Nefshabamish will give you. It's called in Chassidus, Gilui Shem Havaya. You can either seek and look for the name of Havaya, which is the name of creation as its origin, or 
הוויה שבתוך אלוקים. Finding הוויה inside of אלוקים. And then, then it's like light that pierces darkness, that is much stronger than light itself. E equals MC squared. Like the energy comes from cracking the atom. Someone who's lacking the Exactly. And he sings along and he's passionate. It's like But wonderful. Yes. And he has like this wonderful, wonderful rendering of this piece. And he doesn't understand the words. And he doesn't understand how it's built. He doesn't understand why. He has no idea how this song is called. But he was all the way in. So this is the passion rocks it. I do strongly advise you. Uh, we're finishing, we finished this mind. I strongly advise you to read it inside, the last passage, uh, in your free time, once or twice or three times. There are the books here as well uh, to help you. You got the core and the essential of the explanation of the end of the minor, how we saw everything circled around. We suddenly now understood why we had to have the three levels very clear in our head between the Ben and the Evet Neman and the Evet Pashat, and why it was so important to, to, to to emphasize the fact that the Evet Pashut has to be an Oved Elohim. Why is it so important? Besides for his personal level, because that is how he breaks the atom, as I called it, of his Nefesh Elohim, of his Nefesh Abamis. And by doing that, he enters Eretz Yisrael, takes the Koach of Eretz Yisrael, and builds a Chabad house somewhere in the world. Have an excellent day. Thank you. Everything it's a mosaic. So everything in one perspective has a correspondence to our life. Meaning we can take one aspect out of one thing. In one side, yes, we have to be like Yosef, etc. etc. On the other hand, we're not like Yosef, we are like the tribe. Where the tzaddik, the rabbi, is like Yosef. Yeah. Huh? And so on.